what's up y'all? How's it going? This is the School of Hard Knocks. We got Coach Max in the house. Coach Rod. And we got a special guest with us today. Hey guys, this is Coach Anna. And class is back in session, baby. <laughs> we are here. Team, we're feeling great today, man. Um, hadn't seen Coach Rod in a while. He's been doing his thing over there in Edinburgh. His other baby. Glad Making to it back, grow. Glad it's good to, to see you, man. How you feeling? Fantastic, man. I, uh, I, I miss this area that we're in right now, dude. I miss you all tons, man. I miss everyone. Uh, and every time I come back, like, I mean, it's been a lot of back and forth, you know. I mean, throughout the weeks, and uh, but it's been amazing, man. I've, I've, uh, I've learned a lot about myself um, over these past. We're, we're on week four right now of Edinburgh, of opening up Edinburgh, and. Um, it's kind of one of those things, man, and the kind of little talk that we had before we started the podcast right now, it resonated with me, and it kind of like, like it got me anxious, but in a good way, though, you know, because a lot of the things that you brought up right now about fear and about the five-second rule that you mentioned right now was like, it's either you do or you don't, yeah. you know what I mean, and kind of the plan of action that you take, but yeah, man, these past four weeks, dude, have been uh, definitely a learning experience in every aspect of my life, <laughs> way or form. Uh, but I'm glad to be sitting in here with y'all, man, and I can't wait to chop it up, dude. It's going to be man. good. It's going to be good. This is episode 49, and we're going to be getting into some topics today that we kind of all can kind of relate to, I feel. Um, not only as coaches, but, you know, all the members and, and people that come here to HK and listeners as well. And... Um, you know, Anna has some really good input on procrastination that we're also going to get into because I know we all are familiar with a little bit of that term, procrastination, and how it can hold us back from doing the things that we really want to do. She's got some cool tips and things like that she's going to share with us today. So um, to start it off, we're going to get into something that kind of sparked the conversation, actually. Um, it kind of started maybe like two or three weeks ago where I was kind of getting into this weird little slump of like not being able to generate any ideas for Get Stretchy and things like that, right? And I was kind of dormant for a while and I was like, man, dude, what's going on? Like, so I kept like trying and trying and trying. And then Carvin, man, comes to 5 a.m. Shout out to Carvin. Carvin. Came one day and he just randomly just, hey man, uh, thought about you, like, here's this book. It's pretty cool. Dude, grabbed the book, read it. The War of Art, Scott Pressfield, right? The War of Art, not the Art of War. Yeah, the War of Art, right? And I was like, okay. So I had it for a while, like sitting there, procrastinating, right? <laughs> and it was there, and it was there, and I was like, okay, I'm going to read it. Because I usually don't read two books at the same time. Like I stay on one, and then like I'll read the other one. But this time I was like, oh, fuck the other one, let me start this one. <laughs> so I started reading the one that Carvin gave me, and it, it just totally gave me this new perspective. And... And I started to generate more ideas and creativity, and, and I started to rekindle this flame. But I mean, it's always there. Like I said, the flame is always there, but sometimes it kind of just it comes down a little bit. Some airflow. Yeah, and this time it just came back up, dude. And I I need those moments, and I think it's normal that they go and they come. Like it can't be high all the time, it can't be low all the time. Right? There's got to be ups and downs, right? So I'm reading through this book, and I'm starting to get really inspired. It brought about this aspect or this perspective that was like, okay, well, when you're in this anxious state, or when you're in a state of like having a freaky day, you know, funky day, whatever you want to call it, things aren't really going your way, like, are, do you go to more of a, a, a place of sustenance in like, like a territory, territorial, or is it 
more hierarchical. Yeah. And what I mean by hierarchical is like, do you look for people to tell you that they like you and, and they love you to reassure you that hey everything's okay? Yeah. Or do you go to a territory like a gym or I don't know, maybe you go out for the run or you go to a park or you go play soccer? Do you go to that environment and kind of get your fix there? Yeah. And I was like, Dude, this is a crazy perspective. I've never thought of this before. So I started to kind of reflect and I was like, you know what? Like, I think I go to the territory more than anything. Because I don't really talk to a lot of people on the phone. Like, I'm, you know, like, so I just go to the gym. And in the gym, I find myself getting more calm. The energy here is very strong. So like, it gets me out of that funk. And then I start to feel like I'm generating better thoughts, better ideas, better perspectives starts to come through. Yeah. And then I'm out of it. That's the power of the gym, man. Hey, dude, yeah. and I didn't yeah. know that. It's crazy yeah. because like I, I, that was happening, but I never saw it as like a territory. Like I never saw it as like a, hey, this is a place that I can go to that I can claim, like, not mine, but mine. I don't yeah. know if you get that. Like, like it's not like HK is not mine, but it's like my place to go. Oh, it's definitely yours, man. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And I wanted to ask y'all, like, what do y'all think about that perspective? Have you ever thought about that before? Um, yeah, man. So there's, like, kind of like I had mentioned before. You know, I mean, it's interesting to think, you know, I mean, like, like that's kind of the, um, like, I know I've mentioned this in the past before, like. Hard knocks to me, and I know this is for a lot of people as well too. It's like a safe haven, dude. You know, I mean, in many forms and ways, uh, not not necessarily like an escape, dude. Because an escape is like, oh, I want to get away from things and like go here. But then we also have to leave the gym sometimes, you know. So I don't want to make it this place where it's like, or make it seem like it's this place where when you're gone, it's like life is like sucks. Because no, dude. You know, I mean, like it could be a restaurant for someone. It could be whatever. You know, it could be a park. You know, but um, I feel at least for myself. Uh, and I feel like we're probably going to have a lot of very similar uh, views on this is yeah, the gym has literally saved my life and I mentioned this you know but in those moments of anxiousness and fear and in those moments where I, I don't feel like I have vision or direct direction being here gives me that capacity to think outside the box and to really refocus my thoughts and my vision seeing everyone on the floor uh, seeing you all coach and instruct while I'm kind of outside the box and looking in, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, okay, this is why we're here. This is where we're going. This has been the vision since day one. I just need to see it. Like, like again, and again, and again, and again. So every time I show up to the gym and I see you all where I put myself on that floor to coach, it's, it's just like this refreshing sense of like, okay, this is why we're here. Uh, the anxiousness and stuff like that. I mean, it's instantly gone, to be honest with you, dude. Like, like it, it's just cleared for me, you know what I mean? So, if I could choose one, I would say I'm definitely a little bit more on that territorial side, you know? But I also mentioned that there is, like, there's also, and this is more, uh, like, with my wife, Cassie, you know? She's, uh, like, I, I like getting reassurances from her and from my team as well, too, from you all, you know? I mean, a lot of that. And then it comes in, like, bouts, dude, too. There's days where, like, I might be losing... Uh, my focus of the gym and what we're doing and, and the true core mission and value of why we're here and why we do what we do. And then kind of like what happened with you and Carvin, right? Uh, where he just handed you the book. You were kind of lost in transition. That's okay. 
we all, I mean, we all go through this, the bell-shaped curve of life, you know? Um, and out of the blue, hands you the book, angel-type style stuff, you know what I mean? So for me, I will have these, like, monumental discussions with people in the facility where I'll get a text, hey, Rod, uh, just wanted to thank you for this, this, and this. I've lost 30 pounds, and I beat depression, or I, or I beat alcoholism, or whatever it is. And it always comes at the right time, dude. Cool. As special as that sounds, dude, in the moments that I've hit my lowest here is when I get those discussions and those talks and I get that feedback and stuff, whether it's from my team, whether it's from someone, one, one of our members out there, you know? So, and like, I gravitate towards that stuff, you know? So I would definitely say it's more territorial, man, for me, you know? Hands down, hands down. Anna, what about you? Alright guys, thank you for having me. Um, I would say I'm definitely territorial. A little bit of hierarchical whenever I don't have the gym, like let's say when um, there's just some times when you can't make it, injuries or whatever, but definitely the gym, like how Max was mentioning and you, like the energy. And not too long ago, I was driving over here and um, it was early in the morning, so nothing else had really play with my emotions it was just like your everyday life just kind of and I was feeling really down and I'm like Anna it's 4 30 in the morning and this is how you're feeling so I'm kind of like assessing my feelings and I'm like you'll be okay then I got to the gym literally like I don't even remember when that went away and it, it was a strong emotion I was like on the verge of tears and I was like you need to calm down don't let that like there's no reason and as soon as I walked in here like I told you I don't even know when it was um, I mean, the gym has been he been here for me so many times, but definitely also shout out to my baby Pulacito, right. my little chiwini, and my mom. <laughs> that I, if I just hug Pulga, Pulga just takes away everything. He's like absorbs anxiety, fear, doubt, and I feel it's like that unconditional love. Yeah. And I mean, of course, like everybody gets that from their mom. Who doesn't call their mom whenever they're in trouble? But or you know you have anything going on. Yeah. But yeah. primarily territorial, say. Yeah, and I think it's okay on that too, and like that's why, and I'm sure Maxim will get your feedback on it too, man. You know what I mean? But like there is those like, like I'm not sure if it's okay to like be a blend of the two, and I think it's fine. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. I think we do need a little bit of reassurance once in a while, maybe from our better half or. Or from someone that's that's a close friend of yours, dude. Or like for us, for instance, one of the people that we coach throughout the week, one of our HK family is from here, you know. And, and uh, like it's always like uh, I don't know, man. It's just kind of fun, fun, funny, dude. How how uh, I'm gonna bring this up again, like like with you, Max. Like Carmen gave you that book. You didn't ask for it. You weren't look, looking for it. Is it the energy? And it just like people will gravitate towards those things because they, they, they feel the need to give that gift because that's a gift, you know what I mean? Is what he pretty much gave you at that point, you know? And I feel like the energy and kind of the vibes that we get from the facility was which is kind of a cultivation of everyone in the room at one time. It's a lot of energy, it's a lot of personalities, it's a lot of uh, like just positive vibes in here, man, you know? And I could agree with Anna. I mean, there's been times where, especially these past weeks, dude, I'm driving up to Edinburgh at 3 a.m. It's an hour drive, so a lot of time to think. And this past week, I, I think I got to Har Harlingen 
and I was just like zoned out, dude. And I had no music, no podcast on in the car, and I was just like, wow, this is like being in your thoughts. Like, this is genuinely being in your thoughts. And I went through like 10 different emotions on that 30 minute drive, right? And then I reminded myself, and if you all remember uh, about a week or two ago, I put a workout up, and the name of the workout was Everything is Fine, It's Okay. Yeah, and, yeah. and I came up with that right there and then because I was like, everything's fine, dude. It's okay, you know? Um, and when I got to the gym, as soon as you walk in the door, you put the music on, people start walking in, dude. It's like, bam, it's gone. Yeah, yeah it's gone, man. It's gone. I knew those names had a meaning. I knew they were just bullshit. They do? <laughs> yeah. I always tell our, our yeah. athletes, I was like, something was going on. Sometimes <laughs> he puts, like, maybe he was meeting that guy. So yeah. let's go ahead. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. There's always a reason why the name is there. For sure. You know, oh, I'm sorry, but like I've had that feeling too, bro, of like silence in your car. Because yeah. I don't jam out at like until I get here. So like my drive over here is always quiet and I'll go through like fucking 10 different emotions sometimes, five different emotions in like a five mile drive. You know? And it's like, wow, like, intense. And it, I can understand why like some people like always like to be stimulated because they don't have to think about the way that they're feeling you know? they don't have to make any choices of like oh why am I feeling like this they're just constantly stimulated so when the quiet comes and the thoughts come in they they trip yeah, it's hard. you know what I mean it's and I used to fucking trip on my thoughts too until I learned that I am not my thoughts I'm not my emotions they're just things that are coming from fucking some energy that are popping into my head yeah. and I can latch onto them or I can swipe right. Right, swipe right. right. <laughs> so I usually swipe right yeah. <laughs> but then I notice that if I latch onto a thought, dude, you can go into some weird shit mm-hmm. real quick and it's like, what the fuck? No, no, no. And then you pull back, you go to a territory yeah. or you go to a, a little hierarchical place of comfort at the time being and that can help out. And I could have made a choice that day, like Carvin gave me that book, and I could have either been like, eh, thrown it to the side, or I could have been like, oh, you know? Yeah. And I took that, and it changed the perspective. And thanks, dude. Appreciate it, man. Shout out to <laughs> him, man. Good dude, dude, man. Super Solid good dude. dude. So, segueing into that, like, segueing into another topic of procrastination, like, I was, we all have a little bit of that, and I was procrastinating mm-hmm. on making the choice to read that book. Yeah. Okay. And in the end, I may have never known that it would have changed my perspective if I never touched it. Yeah. So going back to, like, why the fuck do we procrastinate on our goals sometimes? If we know that we want something, why do we wait? Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, Coach John had some really good things to talk about this, so we passed the mic over, dude. So, like, procrastination, give us a little bit of your thoughts on that. Oof, I feel like we all procrastinate all the time. Um, you know, you leave dishes out, dirty, you don't do your bed. I mean, not all the time, but, you know, all these things happen all the time. And it's the little things that, I mean, it always carries over to the big things. But um, I listened to this podcast. Uh, it's called the School of Greatness. Like, School of Hard Knocks, but they're called the School of Greatness. Yeah, a bunch of schools going on. Um, and he was talking about how procrastination, it roots from fear and anxiety you something bottom line you don't do things a lot of times because we're lazy 
but a lot of times the bigger things is because we feel like we lack, we're not smart enough, we're not good enough, we're not capable enough, and all of those things are things that we can work towards. So um, back to procrastination, um, it's kind of like, how can I put it? We put things aside and, like you were saying, we procrastinate, like right now, I'm procrastinating because I'm thinking too much. I'm not just going into things. So whenever you're put a, something something happens to you, there's this little, little split second, a five second, whether you can respond or you can react. This is to anything in life. Somebody says something bad to you, you have that little split of a second where you can just let emotions take over, like you say, and then just let them spiral out of control, take you into depression, or you can take action right right away. And there's a five second, and it goes back to why we're literally biologically wired that way. No. Our brain, there's that negative. split second that it's not necessarily negative. Our brain is wired to protect us from harm. So it magnifies any negative, any harm, anything. It's like, oh no, you're going to break your leg, you're going to... You know, you're going to fail, you've never done it. Nobody in your community has ever done it, in your family. So all of these things magnify rather than taking action. It doesn't have to be a big action. It can be small action. But then that goes back to the bigger picture. Like, um, going back to the, to the podcast, it's three steps, pretty much how he puts it as procrastination. Easy steps, he calls them. The, that's where the real work comes in. Break them so, down. yes, step one, guys. So, first of all, you have to create a vision for your life. You have to know what you want. Not necessarily just what you want, but be a little specific. Like, for example, you want to write a book. Um, let's say I want to write a book within the next two years about mental health and um, whatever it is. Get more specific and um, create a vision could be just about anything. It could also, he kind of um, compared it to kind of driving a car. Whenever you're driving a car and you don't have a GPS, you're driving all over the place and you're in the car, you run out of gas. You're just driving, driving for, like you say, we're, we like to be told what to do because our emotions kind of take us. And what, how do we stop that? By taking action, like like how Coach was saying. GPS. Rob was saying, either you do or you don't. And that GPS is the vision. And that's, that's hard too. Now step two, guys. We're fast. I don't want to get like so sidetracked. You gotta embrace your flaws, like everything. I mean, we all have flaws. You gotta embrace them. That doesn't mean that oh, okay, I'm negative or I whatever it is or doesn't matter. That's gonna be it. You're gonna embrace them and you gotta develop unconditional love for yourself. Once you accept the flaws and that unconditional love, guys. Oh my God. So loving yourself is a big part of it. Too. Loving yourself That's and then. Step three, you, you got to overcome your flaws and build discipline. That building the discipline is what's going to keep you in track of once you start taking actions towards whatever it is. But I feel it's really like, I've been really using that five-second rule, um, how um, Rob was mentioning earlier, that five-second rule that I was mentioning as well, and it just doesn't apply to goals and procrastinating. Literally, anything in life, like anything you see on TV, you kind of... If even if you don't say it out loud, you react to it. You kind of make a comment about it. So there's that split of a second where you can just kind of not let it affect you to respond to it rather than like you see something bad and you're just like, oh my God, it hurt you. And then now you're sad and it kind of carries over and you're curious because I saw this. Rather than, okay, it's something that happened. Let it go because every, it's just like when it goes back, we're energy, frequency. I could carry on about yeah. a bunch of different uh, <laughs> topics that 
develop from the same thing. Yeah. But I feel like having a vision for what you want to do, it's going to really keep you on track. And like I said, it's kind of like a big workout. The, the goals or the accessories or the thruster, whatever you want to put in that vision, you want to make it better, you want to, whatever goals you have. Yeah. You know what's the first thing that comes to mind? And then uh, I also want to ask both, both y'all about like personal experiences where you've like overcome this, you know, but the first thing that co comes to mind is like, uh, I don't know, it kind of takes me back on that and like some really good interest in stuff, like some of the common things that I got back just from those three steps that you went through right now are like personal responsibility and taking control of the actions and taking responsibility for your actions. I feel like a lot of people are very oblivious to that and they're scared to accept the fact that, you know, I might be doing this or I might be this way or I might be wrong, you know what I mean? So that deters them from taking action in the positive way. So they could continually keep doing things that are affecting them in a wrong way, you know, whether it's with personal relationships, in the workplace, uh, even self-destructive things that you do yourself, you know. So, but uh, one of the one one of the things that I was thinking of right now when you were going over that stuff is like, like, and I'm sure you all felt this, and I wanted to see what you all think, but uh, it's like that thing, like that you know you have to do, right? And, and I'm going to relate it to the gym too in a bit. So Coach Max mentioned something about this too before we started. But it's like that one thing that you're scared to start because, because, you, because you're unsure, right? But you know it's going to work, right? And you're, you have anxiousness and you're super nervous up until the point after you get it done. There's like this relief. It's like an adrenaline dump, right? It's kind of like a wad, a workout. I, I still get nervous before wads, right? Oh, yeah. And there's some that I don't want to do, and I'm like, oh, man, it's going to hurt me, right? But after I get done, oh, my God, dude, it is unbelievable, dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and I feel like that is kind of the procrastination piece, too, but the outcome with taking action is, is awesome. You know what I mean? Like, the outcome after you get done, it's like this moment of triumph, you know? Mm -hmm. So, like, what has been your all's moments or times where like you felt that anxiousness, that, that fear of taking action and then you did and then what was the outcome? Cool. So, for, I always remember this one quote and it kind of goes into everything like you were just saying is, how you do anything is how you do everything. How you do anything is how you do everything. And it's true because like let's just say you do some shitty uh, some shitty work, you know, you half-ass clean your kitchen, you half-ass clean your house, you never make your bed, like, all those little things that don't seem like much actually trickle down into all the other things that you do. Pretty soon you're going to half-ass that uh, office work, pretty soon you're going to half-ass, I don't know, your workouts and shit like that, and it, it trickles into your life. So that was tricky, man, it brought me back to that. But uh, a moment of triumph, a moment of, of, of struggle for me was when I had to make the decision if I wanted to do my master's program or not. And I knew that I wanted to, I knew that I was going to be worth it, but I was very scared, man, for a while, and I waited like a whole year, and then I just said, fuck it. And then when I graduated and I got the fucking plaque, shook the dude's hand, I was like, wow. <laughs> that was the most present I've ever was in my life up to this point. Um... It was really cool, man. Yeah, really great experience. So that was mine. Yeah. What was yours, Anna? Oh man, there's been a lot of scary moments in my life where 
I just went for it. Um, but like a life-changing moment. I would say... Oh, I can't think of one. <laughs> I've heard of some that you told me in the past before, and they're really good. So I'll let you freestyle this, but I know okay. some that you told me before. Um, I guess whenever I decided to uh, coach, I mean, not that I had the best job before, and um, but switching to uh, to uh, coaching, personal training, it was something that I had never done before, but it was something that I loved. And Rodney kept telling me, you know, you should do it. And it was just something that I never felt ready for. Once again, you know, feeling I wasn't good enough or whatever it was. And um, I remember the first class I had, like, I wrote down the warm-up, the workout was already there, but I still wrote down cues. It was just so nerve-wracking, but once I did it, I mean, not that the nerves were over, but it was just so rewarding. And for the first, I'm not going to lie, the first two months, it was the same emotion, but it was just like, how can I put it, from that first time, like what you get, that energy, you just want to give that much back, make it better. And... Um, it just opened up so many doors of opportunity for me that now have carried over to goals that I have yes. and things that I want to do, the things that are going to kick, that are going to bring moments that I feel that will be similar to this. Yeah, and and I'll go ahead and uh, and you could disagree or agree with me, and I hope you agree. But I would say this, Anna, and and I was actually you were the topic of discussion yesterday in Edinburgh for a bit, and someone asked me, who is Anna? Like, I didn't know who she was before, you know? And her energy is just, like, crazy. Like, it's good. She, like, puts every ounce of energy that she has into what she does. And and I've said this since day one, and I'll say it now. And I'm going to call this your uh, your time frame of per procrastination as it relates to the topic that we're on now, right? Was that time frame when you were at HK 2.0. And I mentioned to you. I was like, you're a coach and you don't even know it yet. And I've mentioned that to you a bunch of times before and I've always said, you're, you're, you're a coach at heart already, but you don't know that yet. But I know it was already in your mind. You might have thought about, I didn't maybe go getting your L1 and stuff like that. Or taking the leap into becoming a coach, especially when you have a, I mean, a decent job like you did, you know what I mean? And uh, what pays the bills and stuff like that. But um, I would call that time frame of your life might have been unknowingly your moment of procrastination along the way and when you finally took the plunge it was kind of that relief of anxiousness and anxiety and nervousness to actually take that plunge into it full-time like you are now you know so uh, but I think you've always been a coach at heart you know and I think that's why the transition was so easy for, for you as well too so that's pretty cool man I didn't know that Stay on the mic though, and I'm gonna ask you something. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> this sparked a, a Q and A now. Oh, <laughs> Random. Good. You know, Anna, how long have you been coaching? 2019, June. Yeah, June 2019. Three so years. Three years, dude. Three some. Yeah, and you coach like you've been doing for triple that. Mm -hmm. And I think it's the fact that, I mean, I notice it. Like every ounce of energy that you put on the floor is like. It's true, it's genuine. And I think a lot of people know what genuine energy is. 
And I'll tell you right now, a lot of people feel that because I hear a lot of it. I know that's so cool. I know this. I know that. Right? Do you do you feel like you make an impact here? Because I I definitely think you do. You're a big piece of this. Do you feel that? Yes, I do feel it. Um, but I honestly feel like I don't acknowledge it, or I don't. You know what I mean? Like we go back. Everybody has busy lives. But I feel like we should take time to not only be grateful, but also acknowledge everything that you've done. Like, even if it's that day, like not only you, but everybody around you, like your wife, uh, your partner, your parents, for even the smallest things. Because, you know, sometimes we never say thank you for something. And then we get we get caught up and then sometimes I'm like, oh, shoot, like I'll see the progress of the athletes or they'll send me messages, like you say. And... Um, and I feel like that's the fuel, you know, and, I, and I've been there, like, I've been in all places. I've been depressed, I've been overweight, I've been mad because I was depressed and everything. So I feel like I can kind of relate and connect to a lot of people. No, it, Not that every, but we've all been in yeah. different stages of our lives, you know. Now, as you've been coaching for that long now... Have you, did you think that coaching before was like, oh, you just get on the floor and teach a couple people exercises and that's it? And did you find out that it's now like 10% coaching <laughs> and like 90% rapport? Yeah. Yes, so the whole time that's why I was like, I, I don't know, how, how am I going to coach a snatch or, you know, an overhead squat? So it's all a technical aspect that I would tell I don't know how to do it. But, well, before, I bartended for 10 years, so that's all I did, deal with people that those three people, you know, um, and people that, at a bar, people that could get intoxicated, so I would get all types of, you know, moods and attitudes. So I feel like that kind of blends in very well, and I can read the energy of people. That's really, that's a a huge thing in coaching, I feel, because as a coach on the floor, I think you can agree with me on this, Rod, is you're kind of responsible for the energy, the presence, because you're, like, it's you're on the floor. Like, if you're on the floor and you're feeling, like, the mood's kind of odd, well, fucking change it, bro, you know? Put a cool song on, like, crack a joke, like, go start to talk to people, like, change it up, you know? And it's very possible, very possible to do that in the moment. Just don't think that it's them. Because you shouldn't point the finger and be like, it's them, point the fucking thumb. And he said, what am I not doing? You know what I'm saying? And, and, I, and, and I see you kind of flip the script on that a couple times where like the energy was a little odd and you just flip it. And I coach with you every Thursday morning. I don't know if Anna tells you, but I look forward to that Thursday. Okay? 6.15 a.m. I come off a crazy Wednesday, like starting from all the way early. I probably go to bed to like 11. So for me, 11 is late. I go to bed early all the time, but from like 6 a.m. all the way to 11, that's my day. And then I sleep for like five hours, and then I wake up. And sometimes I wake up fucking tired, and I have those thoughts in the morning coming over here. Fuck, fuck, I'm tired. But then I'm like, dude, what the fuck are you complaining about, bro? You're about to go to HK, you're going to coach. Like, I'm going to be posted up. She's going to be up. I got to be up. So thank you for making my Thursdays very awesome. Uh, Appreciate it, dude. Okay. And I've also seen Anna go off on mobility. I've seen her get the class prepared very well. 
And um, just doing my job, guys. Just yeah. doing my job. I'm like, just doing my job. <laughs> and it's cool. Like all our coaches do this, man. Everybody's really good. But like I get to experience. Want to highlight Anna today because of the fact that I, just in the short time that I've been here at HK, like I've seen tremendous growth in her in a quick time. And I'm sure you've seen fucking oh my god shitloads. You know, so yes. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. And uh, I just want to say, keep kicking ass, dude. You know what I mean? So uh, going on into a little bit of kind of like HKE. Mm -hmm. I think Anna's already coached over there. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, Coach Anna stopped by. Uh, it was uh, our second week there, I believe. Or was yes. Yeah. It was the second week. It was Friday morning. Her and Anna drove. I drove up there, and uh, I don't know, man. It's a it's, uh, like. The coaches over there are awesome, dude, and stuff. You know what I mean? But I, like, I, I, it's a, it's a feeling of comfort uh, because I trust Anna a lot. That's why too. So and that's something that I was thinking of right now when you were talking, Max. Like, I think it's very important, man, to be able to trust your team, especially kind of in the position that I'm in right now too. You know, and uh, I trust Anna so much, man, and I. Just want to thank you for that as well too, because you're one that I know really pours your heart and soul into it. Uh, so when I saw you there, really fast to that, yeah. I wanted to add, um, Rod, you've been like a huge contribution motivator. Of, um, I mean, I of course I've noticed my growth, but I have, like I said, so many goals yet, and I feel you've been like kind of like the few, always like telling us, no, let's go, do it, do it. I'm like, should I do it, do it? And I'm like, I, if I get to ask Rodney, if I'm going to do something, I'm, I should already know the answer. Do it. <laughs> do it. Do it. So, yeah. It's true. Thank you. So, it's just kind of like a little, you know what I mean? I That's the least I, I can do. Thank you, Mom. No, but it's, yeah, like, uh, they showed up that point. They drove an hour, dude. You all left at 3 Yeah, man, but they still showed up. They got there on that time, dude, and oh, yeah. they, they uh, like, ha having them there, dude, like, having them jump into the class, and I actually did the class, uh, Coach Jess from Edinburgh was coaching that day, and, like, I don't knew what to do, you know, I mean, like, she knew what to do, she, know, she knew how to spice up the vibe naturally without it being fake, uh, it's 5 a.m., dude, you know, I mean? we're back squatting that day, and she kind of, like, gradually, like, it started getting like we started getting that hump in the class, and all of it was coming from her. It was bad bunny on the playlist. Uh, <laughs> it was on, dude. We had. Oh, she had. Yeah. She had a Metallica. Yeah, it was something like that, dude. Yeah, man. But her, still, like, dude, like the vibe, <laughs> like seeing Anna not only that day, like when they walked in the door, it was like, I, like I got this sense of comfort, bro. You know, what I mean, uh, yeah, man. And just like I said, like I know we're still in the very early, uh, premature stages of the of Edinburgh and stuff, you know what I mean? So I know it's been hard to kind of like figure out how we're going to work it out with coaches from Browns who going to Edinburgh and back and forth and stuff like that. But I would love to create this way, man, where we could really input what we have here to there and really highlight the coaches from here because I'll tell you what, man, uh, we, we have a special bunch. We have a special bunch that I absolutely adore, love, and am thankful for every day, man, you know? Um, but, yeah, man, it was like, you know, I just like, like, you give me comfort, you know what I mean? I felt it, I was and, like... And like, that's <laughs> like, 
Billy was like, oh, Anna's here, yes, like, uh, like, like I'm, I'm safe, you know what I mean? It's like, mom's here. You know? Yeah, man. Dude, that's so cool, yeah. man. That's cool. Mm-hmm. And like, when, when I heard that she went over to the coach, I was like, oh, that's badass, man, you know? And I knew she was going to bring the vibe. Oh, for yeah. sure, dude. So, Hands down. And everything was like nat- natural, dude. She walked in, she made some friends, you made friends with Enrique, I think, that day when you were there. And it was like, Ana Ambrauso was the the carbon copy over there. There was no change. I mean, it was like, we had on that here. That is a great yeah. point. That is a great point. Because as a coach, you shouldn't change. No. It's like no. when we spoke to um, uh, Coach uh, Ryan Davis. Oh, yeah. He said the same thing. Like, you should never really change anywhere you go. Like no. He's like, I'm the same person anywhere I go. Yeah. And just because he lives in harmony. You right. know? And I think at some point, some of us have found a little bit of that, yeah. you know, living in harmony. And I believe, as any type of coach, like anywhere you go, you should always be able to spice it up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Don't let the crowds intimidate you because remember, they're there to learn from you. Absolutely. You're the professor, you're the one, you control the floor. Okay, so believe in yourself. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was listening to this, uh, kind of like what you said, Renan, bring, bringing up the show we we uh, got with Ryan. It was awesome, and he did talk about that on how, on how like like the way I am on the floor is the way I'm on the outside, the way I'm at my household and stuff like that. And, and it brings up this interesting point. I was listening to a podcast with uh, Big House Joe Ken. I'm not sure if you've ever heard, heard of him, but he's a he's a I mean world renowned strength coach. He was a strength coach for the Carolina Panthers a couple years back and he kind of does the private sector stuff now and uh, he was talking about uh, like how in the strength conditioning world it, but but as it relates to us here with co- coaching and stuff too it's like you like you can't fake having juice on the floor like it's either you have juice or you don't you know what I mean and you can't fake juice you might you might get away with it for a bit but people call you out on your shit if it's fake juice. And For juice sure. is like your energy. Ju- juice is your vibe. Like it's either, if your juice doesn't match what you do on the floor to what you do on the outside, then that's fake juice to me, you know? And then he talks about himself and he's like, see, all these younger strength coaches, they talk about juice, but I got sauce. Oh. Mine kind of marinates. It's been simmering for years already, so I got sauce. <laughs> you know what I What's mean? Your sauce? Yeah, man. So Spice it up. I was thinking about that too. Right now, you brought that up, dude. I was like, man, dude, it's, it's like, dude, if you got juice on the floor, man, like juice is your energy, juice is your vibe. You know what I mean? Like, you better have that juice at home. You better have that juice when you're with your friends. You better have that juice when you're outside the doors of the facilities, well, too. And it can't be fake. You can't fake fake it. You can't. Can't like it has to be natural. It has to be real, you know. Mm-hmm. So, no, that's a great point. Yeah. I like the sauce part. Sauce. He's like, yeah, these, sauce. yeah, these young guys got juice. <laughs> that's like an artificial, like a high C drink, right? Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. he said in the podcast too. But he's like, I'm like a deep marinara that's been simmering for years. <laughs> I got sauce. Dude. I got that's so funny, bro. Yeah, man. That's so cool. I like that, man. I just got the sauce, bro. She does got the, the sauce, sauce too. Bro. Oh yeah. Definitely salsa. Salsa. And then, um, kind of going back to that step three on procrastination, there was kind of something that sparked in my head. And step three was overcome flaws and build discipline. Now that last word, man, discipline, mm-hmm. that's tough. That's because discipline is going to, 
it's going to be there every day, but it's a matter of fact if you show up or not. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And motivation really, man, it can last, what, like an hour, five minutes or something? After that, it's just discipline. Yeah. So I think that if you start to be aware of your procrastination and start to maybe change the small things, like don't go cold turkey and like try to change everything. Like if you don't make your bed, like, I don't know, start making your bed consistently every day. Yeah. Start drinking a glass of water in the morning consistently every day. Like show up to the gym, like start to do things consistently and see how that consistency develops into discipline. Yeah. And then that discipline will enter your life slowly, of course, just like working out. You don't do one bicep curl and have a pump for a year unless you're on it takes time to build muscle it takes time to build discipline you can't rush it man are you going to get frustrated yes you're going to get frustrated all the time but you have to overcome that all the time yeah and I like those like I like that third step on it a lot too and I'm glad you brought that up because like from step one to step three it kind of flows from like alright like like we're we're like acknowledging something you know I mean and, and and like that's where we have to really like to talk about self-love and stuff like that you know and and being taking responsibility for our actions who we are what we do and how do we fix that and take action of that you know and the discipline the last step right and stuff like that well the better you become with consistency and discipline and self-love and self awareness of your actions and taking personal responsibility I think that leads to less procrastination because you take control of those things and you know what it is that you have to do for and like the right things to do at that point you know what I mean so how how does how does that I know like 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 what recently maybe has gone on in your life that kind of takes you back through those three steps like that you went through like like is there anything pretty recent like so as far as I want to add up, as far as the discipline, sometimes we think just because we do something two, three, four, five, ten, twenty times, and it doesn't work, we're like, that's it, I'm not built for it, it's, there's no results, it doesn't work that way. Something that is worth having, something that is going to really bring, enrich your life, is going to take time. Um, the Compound Effect, I think you're the one that recommended to me the book, and it says it takes about 28 months for really for you to be literally neurologically wired for you to be kind of like okay this is my new characteristic this is my months. new 28 yeah, months wow. to be like kind of something that's ingraining you that's going to be like you say you're changing something yeah. about you you're adding something you're getting your masters you're getting a house whatever it is whatever goal it is um but so i mean a lot of things have happened to me but i feel like Things happen to you and they just kind of really put into perspective what really matters. So I was uh, listening to the podcast again and then he's like that he has this app that reminds him that he's going to die every day. So it's like, yeah, that just randomly. So it kind of puts you like, let's say I'm like mad because this car is taking forever to go or you're mad because somebody got your order wrong or they didn't put enough whatever on your coffee. And it's like, is that really important? Like, um, and then it, I... You're going to fucking die, right? Yeah, <laughs> and that was super weird. And he said that there's an app that says that. And I'm like, that's why there's all these messed up movies. <laughs> and then, what, like, oh, it's, it's okay, it's an app. 
you know, like what? Nobody's met the oh the But um, yeah, I feel like hardships that you go in life really put into perspective. Like, what are you gonna do? Like, you you need to do things. You need to focus on the now, kind of like the five second rule. If you're gonna do something, you're gonna do it now. Because if not, the brain's gonna take over your emotions. Everything's gonna like once again the brain wired to prevent you from any harm maximizing any wrong happening wrongdoing that is probably going to happen hence pretty much freezing you from taking action um and there's this really cool quote that um that i, I heard on the podcast it says that we as humans make decisions based on feelings and that's exactly what's robbing us from joy and opportunity we don't take action. We don't know what opportunity could be, you know, behind talking to whatever. Sure. We were too shy to talk to somebody. You never know. Or you were too scared to do something or whatever it is. Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of like life teaching you. I don't feel, I don't think, I used to think that maybe there's some people that just come wired like, oh, I'm going to do this. So automatic for him. for them. They just happen. The steps happen. They follow through. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm pretty sure there's some humans out there. <laughs> But I feel like life itself yeah. teaches you. And when you don't want to learn, it teaches you again until okay. I feel like... Yeah. And the book kind of goes into some, like, stuff like that. Like, energy that that kind of guides you. Like, it's almost like if you were meant to do something. And let's say you're meant to be i uh, I'm going to go with the painter, right? But, like, you're doing this other stuff that has nothing to do with painting. You're over here working a desk job, but you're always thinking about, like, I want to do this, I want to do this, I want to do this. And all those ideas and all that energy that's giving you those thoughts is actually telling you, hey, go this way. Yeah. But if you keep ignoring them, you go through the suffering, you go through the, the depression, the not wanting to do anything because it's not that. Yeah. So after a while of the energy telling you, hey, oh, come over here, come over here, and you don't go, it says, eh, fuck it, and it just gives you all the bad, yeah. And it's trippy, dude, because I feel like it is like that sometimes, yeah. you know what I mean? Anna saying that kind of goes back to when I first started to explore CrossFit. My friend told me, go to CrossFit Brownsville. So I was like, okay, I'll go to CrossFit, whatever. So... I actually ended up going to EBT CrossFit. So I, I made a left instead of a right. And that left turn, <laughs> that left turn yeah. brought me to where I am today. That's crazy, man. Because I don't know what would have happened if I went right. Yeah. I might have never been able to coach. I would have never been able to, who knows? Yeah. But I went left, bro. Yeah. And that's when I met Ray and I went through my journey. He put me on and then now I'm here. Shout out to Ray. But... Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, I'm yeah. tripping out right now. Yeah, energy, you know? So, team, if you're feeling these feelings of like this constant like, hey, go do this, go do this, go do this, you should probably go do that because it might lead to something very awesome. Yeah. And don't let fear hold you back. Yeah, it's true. Because it can hold you back from maybe being the person that you want to become. Yeah. Damn, that was deep. <laughs> that's a... Uh, yeah, man, that's, that's, uh, th those are, I mean, that's a perfect example, dude, of, like, uh, kind of like what Anna was going over with right now, your example of it, you know, but, like, it's those things, and I'm sure everyone listening, and even us in this room right now, like, what comes to mind, too, is, like, 
like there's those times where like sometimes you don't want to do something and then we do it and then after we do it whether it's having a tough conversation or whether it's doing a chore at the house or uh, going to do an errand that you've been putting off or paying a bill or whatever it may be you know like after you get done you're like oh shit that wasn't too bad like I feel better now you know like at the true essence it, it's that little you know what I mean and talking about the compound effect right now, dude, and like compounded stress and stuff like that, right? Um, I, I feel like it's all those little minute things that we that we brush off throughout the day, bro, that build up into these bigger stressors that we have and stuff, you know what I mean? Uh, and I just want to give a quick example of mine, dude, you know what I mean? Like mine, um, it was like, yeah, the goal was to like, we have HK 3.0 here in Brownsville and stuff like that. And people would ask me, like, you all should come to Austin, you all should come to San Antonio one day, you all should go to Edinburgh one day. And I was always like, yeah, 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 of course, you know what I mean? And, and I'm fucking scared, dude, of course, you know what I mean? Like, shit, like, I don't even know how we ended up here, you know what I mean? <laughs> and, and then one day, it was just like, let's go ahead and we signed for, for Edinburgh, but it was so far away, it was like, I, we're a year and a half away, we're good. Yeah. And... The closer we got, the more the anxiousness came, the more the anxiety came. And after we opened up, that all just like dissipated. Dissipated, bro. It was gone. You know, like all that buildup and that anxiousness and that stress was gone. First day on the floor out there, you know what I mean? Um, and what I also highlight as well, too, is that a lot of the su success that you'll find in those things, dude is also surrounding yourself around people that take action in their lives and take personal responsibility. I don't want to hang out with people that, that aren't aware of their fuck-ups and their wrongdoings and stuff like that and that are self-destructive, you know what I mean? Because that's very contagious as well, too, you know what I mean? So these things, you need to surround yourself with those that are willing to accept themselves, love themselves, but also that are willing to take action and fucking go for it, you know? Yeah, dude. Yes. So that yes. support system's huge, support, man. You know? Support. I like it, man. That was really good. So, you know, it was really cool uh, getting together and talking about these things today, man. It had been uh, about two weeks, I think, since the last one. Let's do it again, dude. We'll do it Let's again, do it man. Again. And um, Anna, thank you for your time. Really appreciate it. Oh, thank you, guys. Thank you for having me. Oh, really fast, I do want to add. Um, it's it's really fast. Uh, it's an abund abundance formula. It's kind of really uh, got to me whenever he, he I want to ask you guys actually. So on a scale from 1 to 10 for you guys listening to, how much gratitude do you put out to the world and to yourself? Like how much, you know, I'm thankful, you know, grateful for my health. I'm grateful for like the people around me, that their health, whatever it is, their presence. On a 1 to 10. Currently, not what you want to, but re kind of be honest with yourself. So grateful for life, for what you have, rate it. Now, number two, how much do you appreciate the people in your life and yourself? How much do you show it to them, you know? The time, etc. One in ten. Not only yourself, but those people on your immediate people, your whoever you're with. And, um... So, and number two, you wanna you wanna go yeah. ahead. So okay. question one. One yes. So question one was how much 
gratitude do you put out to the world and yourself? Ooh. So I have a gratitude book that I write in every morning. And I catch myself putting more sometimes out into the world than I do myself sometimes. So I got to rate myself maybe like a seven on that one. More out into the world for sure. Need to do more than myself. But I do do. Like I do say like I'm grateful for closing my hands. I'm grateful for being able to wiggle my toes. You know, I do say things like that. But it's more out there. Grateful for Edna's love. I'm grateful that I still have my dad. I'm grateful that I'm surrounded by positive people. I'm grateful for my job at HK. I'm grateful for Arasti. Like it goes out there. Yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. What was the second one? And how much do you appreciate the people in your life and yourself? Oh did man. You know it? I'm like, did you know it? <laughs> so I appreciate the people in my life, man. Can that one be a 10? <laughs> uh, for sure. I feel like I show it, you know? I feel like I show people love, you know? Now, do I show myself love? I think so. Can I do more? Yes. So I had to rate like in a total, I would probably give myself like a 9. How about you, Rod? What would you do? What would you say on the first one? How much gratitude do you put out to the world? In oh, man. I say like a thousand to the world. <laughs> for sure. Uh, man, when it comes to the world, Guys, I uh, I don't know, man. Like, like it's not this like like plan that I have every day to say like, okay, I'm gonna show gratitude to everyone. I just feel like I owe it to everyone. You know what I mean? Everything that I have. Uh, um, yeah, man. It's just like, like I, I would not fucking be where I'm at, dude. If um, like I got these gratitude posts that I've been trying to knock out on. Instagram, you know what I mean, and um, like I fucking look back every day, dude, and um, like I would not be where I'm at, dude. Like I'm like biggest procrastinator in this room, hands <laughs> down, bro. I mean, you're looking at him, dude. You know what I mean? So I'm always kind of like, a little nice, a little bummed, dude. Like, hey, go, 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 dude, and still. About to be 37 this year, and I'm still getting those goes, dude. And why? And that's my gratitude to the world, man, and to those around me, dude. You know what I mean? Is that, bro? Is that, you know what I mean? Uh, to myself, uh, I'd give the world a 10. I mean, if, if I can, a 9.5, if not, you know what I mean? <laughs> but to myself, I'd give myself about a 5, though. You know what I mean? Like a 7.5 yeah. on average. Yeah. yeah. And yes. Yeah. And the gratitude, I guess, the world, I will, I will give myself, I will up there to myself it's almost like once again reminding stopping just a little bit yeah. enjoy that breath feel it go down it your, yeah <laughs> yeah yeah you ever you ever eat it with me <laughs> no i have but I, it she wasn't smell the milk it wasn't directed <laughs> to you bro yeah it wasn't directed towards you though <laughs> and then how much do you appreciate the people in your life and yourself right yeah, oh man, I appreciate, uh, like I think that kind of goes along the lines of gratitude, you know, I mean, it's the same thing. I definitely think I could do a better job of like, of like, maybe not physically, because I love to give hugs and, and like, be affectionate. I, I love being affectionate, dude, like, like it's just kind of like the way I was brought up and stuff, and I feel comfortable being affectionate with Yuana, uh, as I am with Max, a male, a female, and stuff like that, of course, in respective ways, you know what I mean? But I have no issue with that, you know? Um, and that's kind of my, my form, like, shaking Max's hand, giving him a hug, or giving you a hug when you walk in or when you're about to leave and stuff. Like, those are 
like that's me showing you like, hey man, I appreciate you, you know what I mean? Uh, with, with, with myself, I, I think that's an ever-evolving thing, you know, and uh, it's like a, a lot of self-reflection that I do with myself, so I would say about a 9 to 10 for the people around me and those who are clo close to me. Uh, I would say I'm a pretty giving person when it comes to things, you know, especially that, those that are around me. Uh, with myself, I, I do appreciate my, myself. And I think when I look at the true essence of, of, of why I was put on this earth and I see what we have and what we've done, um, I feel like not only myself, but coaches as a whole, and that's what I classify myself as an educator, you know? Uh, I think we have the ability to give, to give life. So I think with that, we, we should appreciate ourselves more, you know? So, but I would give myself about a seven there. So yeah, that's good. And then the last one, guys. How regularly do you acknowledge the person you have become and do you acknowledge other people do you like take time to really kind of see I, I went from point A to point Z or wherever you're at and yeah. other people as well well we see it here all the time yeah, yeah. that's a tough one man so you know I have had those days where I reflect and I sit down and I'm like okay I was I used to be doing this you know now I'm doing this and I remember like writing down traits that I wanted. Like I want to be more responsible. I want to be more confident. I want to be, you know, this and that, right? And then over the years, I started to become that. And it's crazy because you, like I, I found out, it's, it's like you'll never know, but, like unless you seek, right? But you can design your life in the way you want. Anyway, dude. Yes. It's so weird. You think you can't, but you can. You can become anyone you want to be. All I did was I wrote down in a notebook, I want the new Max to be this, 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 this. And I would read it and read it and read it. And then over the years, I just, I feel like I've become some of that. You became it. Yeah. So definitely I've reflected on myself and I, I, I like who I am today. And I'm not going to be the same person I am today in three years. I'm going to be better. And I'm going to look back today and I'm going to damn, I was like that. You know what I mean? So that's my goal with that. And then on people, I know I see it in the gym a lot, but I've also seen a lot of growth in, in some of my close family. Like my mom has changed tremendously uh, over the years. My brother, who is becoming more responsible, more independent now. I've seen my dad changes the way of thinking. He's getting mad and he's like, kind of hold it in but now he's just so grateful for everything you know and I've noticed it in, in, in them the most you know um, and as far as like physical change of course here at the gym but I'm talking about like emotional change growth inner like having these life changing moments happen in my family yeah, I've seen it and it's pretty cool because it reminds me that hey like you can change at any point in your life like, you can change at 25 you can change at 74 like it doesn't like it can happen any time and sometimes that change comes when it needs to. Yeah. Because if you would have done it before, it might not have worked. Yeah. So yeah, I acknowledge that. I think I can do a little better, though. For sure. Awesome, man. I love that, especially the family part, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man, you got to keep it out. That's good stuff down. right there. Yeah, for sure. And I think you, I think a lot of that changes you, knowing the way that you are, bro, probably is like, you have some impact on yes. that change. For sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. oh, oh yeah. Yep. For sure. You impact your environment. Yeah.
Yes. No doubt, man. Thank you. No doubt, bro. No doubt. Um, acknowledging the change that I've made with myself, right? So that's what it's asking, right? Yeah. Scale from one to ten. Yeah, I, I. Uh, yeah, so like over the years and stuff like that. Obviously, there's been a lot of change. There's been a lot of growth and stuff. You know, what I mean, and I. I'm real big on self-reflection, like huge, every day, you know, I mean, at some point, whether it's right when I wake up, midday, before I take a nap, or at the end of the night, I mean, I take time to really say, okay, is what I did today, did it make me better, or did I take a step back in life, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's okay, like, there's days that are not always going to be to the front, you know what I mean? But as long as in the long run, I'm acknowledging the fact that I'm bettering myself, then that's a win for me at that point, so... Uh, because of the self-reflection stuff, I would give myself like a nine for myself on that. So, uh, one of my favorite things to do in the gym is I, I love having those one-to-one -one talks with members here, with coaches. You know, I mean, I love hearing the feedback. I love hearing the success stories. I love hearing about the struggle and how they came into like winning at the end and stuff, you know. Or just to see how the facilities helped them out in some way or form, you know. So. I love acknowledging people's growth over the years, over the weeks, over the days, over the hours and stuff like that. The aesthetic stuff, I mean, that's just a plus to it, you know I mean? Like, that's a plus to being physically active and, and, and going through this kind of journey that we're on all together, you know? So, but uh, I would say that I would rate myself about, a, about an 8 to 9, 8 to 10 on there, man, because that's kind of like what I love to do when I'm here is I, is I love getting that feedback. I love hearing those success stories and acknowledging people's growth in every way, you know? So, yeah. What about you, Anna? Um, I feel like on all of them, when it comes to the world, I will pretty much rate myself kind of up there, I would say, I don't know, eight, nine. You know, you could always do better. But I notice when it comes to myself, just kind of taking the time to just acknowledge myself or you know always kind of like something a reward something that I like to do whenever I did something I feel like I lacked that and maybe it would just make me a more drive I don't know just yeah. kind of maximize my performance in every way when it comes to goals but um so I guess if you average it out I'm pretty low and the pot so so it's asking you to grade on you know how grateful you are, how much you appreciate, how much you acknowledge of that growth and the gratefulness and everything that you put in it. Um, I thought that I scored too low and then it's like, if you can't show up for yourself, how do you expect to show up for your dreams? Right. You don't show, show up for the people yeah. around you that are gonna help you build those dreams. Right, how do you expect true, for everything else to develop? And that's where everything else kind of originates. Also too. having that vision, and that vision is to also include this, not just the vision, but you can, you can have the vision, but if you are not grateful for what you have, don't acknowledge, don't appreciate, don't, um, it, it, it could last a while, but eventually, you know, it's kind of like those things and they have to be reinforced. I, for me especially, it has to be that personal aspect. That's it, guys. I just feel this is something that you can kind of ask yourself and kind of get you thinking. Definitely. We need to ask ourselves those every now and then because we can go through life just cruising, man. And, like, maybe not everybody wants to change. Maybe not everybody wants to do self-growth. Maybe not everybody wants to do this. And we understand that, you know? But we like to. We want to spread it. If you want to follow it, follow it, man. And sometimes the grass is greener on the other side, man. Or sometimes it's greener where you water it. Yeah, right. Right. So it's all up to you. Show up for you. Fuck procrastination. <laughs>
It's going to be in your life, but hey, be aware of it and beat it. Beat it, baby. Right? I'm going to create like that X, like the say no to drugs, procrastination. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. Like so, it, man. Great topics today, team. Awesome. I feel like we could keep going, but I got to go to work. Worry, <laughs> go have some fun, man. We'll change so, the world, brother. Much love, much love to all. Um, HKE, I'll be up there on August 20th. Woo! Um, I'm going to be coaching the 9.30 class with y'all, get to meet y'all, but I'm also going to be hosting Get Stretchy over there yeah, after yeah. the last class, so I think it's what, Coach 10.30, 10.45? Yeah, yep. So I'll be up there, man. So uh, be on the lookout for the post, HKE, we'll tag you, and uh, we'll see you there. Peace, guys, much love. Uh, bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Later. A chihuahua, what did you call them? Chiweenie. Chiweenie.